year. First pitch swinging, line drive, he's done it. John Means has no hit, the Mariners. They Round fake, dishes, Kyrie going for the 50 piece. Irving has 50! Pressure from the Steelers, Mayfield in trouble, he's going to be taken down. Who else but T.J. Watt? First downs on this drive, Heineke, Enzo, McLaurin, touchdown! Torres drives that ball center field, hit deep, going back near the wall, Wilkerson maybe, nope, goodbye home run. Get him out of there! Don't throw to him! i never seen anything like Put it. Put up four fingers! I've never seen anything I mean, like it. He is just tearing the Orioles apart! Jonathan Taylor! Come on, touchdown, Indy, as he crossed the tape at the goal line. 78 yards. And here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Sports Department Podcast. I'm Stephen Clark with Jesse Norman, and us two fine, handsome gentlemen are here to predict and preview AEW, Double or Nothing 2022. Um, yeah, it's been a while since we've done a podcast. Uh, Life's been busy. It's just, you know, not much in the sports world is really happening besides, you know, the NBA playoffs. I mean, MLB's blowout central. Yeah, not fun for me right now. Um, but baseball's just, you know, chugging along. Nothing crazy there. Offseason in the football has obviously taken, you know, after the draft. We did our mock drafts, which were great. And we did our breakdowns of the drafts, which were great. And we're kind of in that period now. We're like, you know, mini camps and OTAs are starting, so there's not much to talk about there. And wrestling, we do pay-per-view to pay-per-view. We missed WrestleMania Backlash, but we're here for Double or Nothing. But before we predict Double or Nothing and all that, Jesse, how are you doing tonight? You know, I can't complain too much. Nice. Uh, I'm looking for. I'm looking forward to this card. This, yeah. This looks. This has some interesting matches. On it's it. stacked. It's a stacked card, top to bottom. It's a stacked card. They got everybody on. That that you got to do. Um, hopefully Justin buys it again. Um, and we'll split the payments. And I'm hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. You know that's that's the way to do it. Um, it works perfectly. Um, even if you can't watch it live, you know you can watch the. You have it on demand. Yeah, yeah. Because I know you work. uh, You might be. Are you working? I I actually requested off for this one, so I will be able to watch live. Good, good, good. So that's a plus right there um yeah you know monday's a holiday so you know can stay up late and watch this I'm, I'm 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 excited for this um but before like i said we do any of that um wrestlemania backlash let's get to that really quickly um really really quickly uh it, it was an okay it was an okay pay-per-view i thought it was pretty good just quickly um i don't really remember too much i remember cody put on another banger with seth yeah cody great. and seth was the main thing i remember yeah, um, the, that was the Bloodline six-man tag, which feels like forever ago now. <laughs> but Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, and Rousey won the title. Um, that's about it. That's notable that happened there. Um, oh, we haven't talked about the stock trending only stuff. Oh, yeah, let's, let's get into that. But, but before I do, let's just go over the scoreboard, which is I won that pay-per-view. So I have a nice little lead Ooh. right now at the end of May. It's 7-2-2. to two to two. So that's where we stand Pretty there. Count. What's up? Recount. Recount. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the biggest news in wrestling. There's, there's, there, I mean, those MJF rumors, which I don't really believe. I think it's more of a work. I think um, it's- nothing else really going on except for this one big story, and that's Sasha Banks and Naomi. So they were booked for a six pack challenge for the number one contendership for the Raw Women's Title about a couple of weeks ago. Now we're we're recording this May twenty sixth. This happened a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, and they weren't happy with the booking. They said they felt unsafe with a couple of the participants, which wound up the ones they felt being unsafe with was Dewdrop and Nikki Cross. I'm pretty sure were the two. Cause you know, I've, I've heard that those reports have been disputed and that they didn't like really say that. And it's more that WWE is trying to make them look bad. Oh, didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. There well, you go. because one of the, because one of the things that I believe was reported also was that instead of doing that six pack challenge, they said they just wanted to start their thing with Dewdrop and Nikki. Ash. So they wanted, um, or even if they were in the six pack challenge, they wanted it to still lead to the tag team thing, but it wasn't leading to the tag team thing. It was Naomi was going to pin Sasha for there were five other people in the match, but she had to pin Sasha. Um, and then both, and then Sasha was then going to move to SmackDown for a little bit to become the number one contender for Rousey's belt. And then they both were going to lose at the pay-per-view. So it just makes the tag team. And they weren't going to, and they were, they weren't doing anything with the tag belts. They said, what are we doing with the tag belts during this time? And they said, you're just going to be carrying. Which, which honestly has been what the tag belts have been this whole time. Tag belts get defended at mania. And that's literally it. That's the only time they ever get defended. The only time they even semblance of a carried was when Bailey and Banks had them. And that's because Banks also had the big belt. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm with them on this too. They deserve to, you know, have their title showcased and, you know, put on a big level, not put on the back burner like always. Um, yeah, I, I, I agree with them in, you know, standing up for something. And, you know, it, it might come back to bite them. It might not. It might open up new opportunities for them. It might help the tag division as a whole um, when they come back. And if, if they're gone from the company, they'll obviously succeed in AEW. I mean, they, the women's roster is only getting better by the day in that company with, like, new additions of – Tony Storm and all of them. So, I mean, if they go there, that well, just bolsters Sasha's that division. Like, Sasha's a star. Like, <laughs> yeah, she can go in Hollywood Sasha, right now and just Sasha's a dog. So, I think that's that's something that I think isn't being talked about nearly enough as well. Is as of right now, WWE needs Sasha Banks way more than Sasha Banks needs WWE. And it's been like that before here and there. But I think right now, especially because Charlotte's gone for a little bit. um, I feel like Becky has kind of been, has now kind of have to be pushed back into that like secondary role or they have to move her to SmackDown because on Raw, it's Bianca. So there's, there's so much uncertainty in the women's division, I feel like. And having Sasha Banks uh, over not having Sasha Banks, it's probably a good thing. Oh, it's, it's, it's the right time to build up new stars then because it is very weak. I agree. The women's divisions right now. Um, or hopefully Bailey comes back too. That's another name. Bailey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the current status on that. Um, I don't know. I, I think things get resolved eventually. I, I really do. I feel like. WWE will finally get their head out of the gutter and just, you know, realize what they were doing, hopefully. I don't know. Well, that's just me being hopeful, too. Who knows? But if they go, honestly, I wouldn't mind if they go somewhere else, too. I, I'd, I'd love to see either one of them. 
if Banks just goes Hollywood, because I know she's with the Mandalorian and all that, mm-hmm. or if Naomi, you know, Naomi's talented, she can work anywhere. Whatever happens, happens. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm cool with them sticking up for something. I think that's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, all right, let's get into the card. Um, AW Double or Nothing 2022. This is kind of like their WrestleMania, I would say. It, it was their first, you know, like big, big mm-hmm. pay-per-view um, back in 2019. It's where Moxley made his debut. Um, it, it's just like, it, it's their biggest pay-per-view of the year. It, it really is. Um, and it's good. It's usually good. AEW pay-per-views don't disappoint for the most part. Um, yeah. And like we said in the open, we're, we're excited. It's a stacked card. And uh, let's get right into it. So I don't know if this is the uh, buy-in match. I would assume it is just because it's very comedic um it's the team of hookhausen which is hook and danhausen versus tony niece and smart mark sterling um i guess i'm i'm champ that's right i go first um hookhausen i, I mean there's not much to say about this yeah I, it, it's i like the the tag team combination of hook and danhausen um it's like opposite to tracks you know you see that team hell no you see that with tag teams what rk bro you see that with opposites and everything it works. It works every time. Um, but I just think Hook is on another level than Danhausen, and I'd like to see mm-hmm. Hook be to that level. But that, that's that's eventually. He's still very young and new. Um, and you know, Tony Nee, Smart Mark Sterling are jobber opponents to go against. But I'm not complaining. Yeah, really too much. I, I, I like it. <clears throat> I agree for all those points. Yeah. So Hookhausen uh, around. Uh, oh, I have Justin and I'm going Hookhausen as well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And J- Justin also went Hookhausen. So I'll write that down. All right. And the next match on the card is the TNT TBS women's champion, Jade Cargill with Kiara Hogan and red velvet and her baddie section, which I really, really like versus Anna J Jesse, who are you taking? And I really like Anna J, but I think Cargill is still going to uh, retain here. Yeah, it's... she's on a hot streak. Um, I think they really like her a lot. Um, I don't think she's lost yet. No, she's like thirty something and now. I think I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. So I don't think I don't think they'll give this win to uh to Anna J. I think they got to give uh if anybody's gonna get beat Cargill, it's probably gonna be like a big debut or something. Yeah, like Tony or mm-hmm. uh, someone new like that, or who knows, Sasha Banks. No, but um. <laughs> I, I like what they're doing with Jade, but um, I like the baddie section. I think it's great stuff. Um, and I know there were a couple of releases a couple months ago, weeks ago, what else is new with WWE, but um, Malcolm Bivens was one of those names released. And I would love to see him be like the new manager of Jade Cargill. I think mm-hmm. pairing those two together with like the mic skills and just the charisma that Jade Cargill has, the charisma that both of them have, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I that's think that magic right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So Jade Cargill keeps the title all around too. Justin had the exact same thing so far. This is where it starts, you know, getting tough to pick a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's the House of Black, six-man tag team match right now. The House of Black, which is Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews, and Brody King versus Death Triangle. Pack. Penta Oscuro, which is, you know, Penta Pentagon, and Ray Phoenix with Alex Abrahantes. Um, I'll go first, of course. I think it's a tough one to pick. Um, I like both teams. I, I, I like what they're doing with this feud. I like how Ray Phoenix came back. Um, 
I think I'm going to go Death Triangle, though. I, I wanted to take House of Black at first, but I, I yeah. think I'm going to go Death Triangle on this one. I'll take House of Black, but I don't think they're going to win. But no, I'll take well, them because it's a hard pick. Yeah, it, it's one of the harder ones um, for sure. But you and Justin both have House of Black then, and I'm lone wolfing this one. As Death Damn, you're going to be right. Dude. I know it. I know it right now. Like, I Justin sent me these picks maybe like an hour ago. And I go up to him and I'm like, dude, I don't even know the card. Like, I, I, I'm so behind on wrestling, just with watching playoffs and like, yeah, working now. Like, that's different for me. Like, it, I'm just so behind on everything. But it, I mean, the shows I've been keeping track on Twitter the best I can. Yeah. The show looks great, so I'm excited to just sit back and watch it. But yeah, all right. Next on the card is a tag team match kind of a dream match we've seen this match in you know ring of honor and all that stuff before it's the hardy boys matt and jeff hardy versus the young bucks matt and nick jackson in a nice old tag team match we're back to you who are you taking and why i'll go hardy boy oh yeah i mean i feel like i mean like the young bucks are i guess probably gonna win but like why would you put the Hardy Boys back together and then just have them lose right away? But also the Young Bucks don't ever usually win. That's there you go, and that's why I'm gonna probably take the Young Bucks. I think you know what? Yeah, never mind. I'm gonna take the switch. That's fine. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you they don't it. lose. <laughs> I think the smart thing would be to have the Hardy Boys win. You can put on dirt. You know this match is gonna go a good twenty five minutes probably. Yeah, Jeff's gonna jump off something. The in, yeah, a couple of indie takers, you know, you know how they do it. The young bucks. Um, it's gonna be long. The Hardys are to look gassed by the 15 minute mark for sure. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember a couple of weeks ago seeing like that spot with Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy. Dar- with, yeah. Oh my, oh my god. god. Yeah, that that's the the fact that Jeff is you know still competing in matches like that, even though Darby's taken a lot of the falls, was still crazy to see. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm young bucks, Justin's young bucks. You changed yours to young bucks. So we'll, we'll stick with the young bucks. They don't lose. Like you said. All right. And next we have a big cluster of a match. We have something that I don't really like, uh, which is the Jericho appreciation society. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I, I don't know. I like the, uh, the inner circle a lot better. Um, not, not clicking with me. I don't know about you, but. It's just not clear. I honestly haven't seen any of the Jericho Appreciation Society, literally yet. Yeah. Um, I don't even know one of these names in it, so or two of these names in it, so that's fun. Oh, that might be never mind. I know hey, I know Hager, because that's swagger. Yep, it's so it's a five on five match. It's the Jericho Appreciation Appreciation Society, which is Chris Jericho, Matt Menard, (laughs) Angelo Parker. I think that's Ever Rise in NXT 2.0. I think that's their names. Matt Menard. I don't know. I'll look it up. Um, Daniel Garcia and Jake Hager versus Eddie Kingston, Santana and Ortiz, and the Blackpool Combat Club. Which, which is so Santana and Ortiz were in Santana and Ortiz were with the inner circle. They split and are kind of like against Jericho. Now this is kind of the blow off to all that. Um, and if it's the blow off to all that, and you got Danielson, you got Moxley on your team. Yeah, I'm going with that team. That, that's yeah, a definitively. That's a beast. Danielson team. and Moxley on that team. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then Eddie, I love, I'm a big Eddie Kingston guy. I like that. Yeah. He hates America. Me too. (laughs) Oh yeah. Especially, especially recently. Um, but okay. So I'm instead of marked it as Blackpool for everyone, for everyone, for For everyone, for everyone. Justin also said Blackpool. Do you and Justin have the same card so far? Um, no, you lone wolfed. Yes. And you're going to win. <laughs> I did lone wolf. All right. So Blackpool all around oh, really quickly. I just want to look up Matt Menard because I don't know who you are. It is. It is. It is 2.0. That's their names in NXT. I just knew them as 2.0 or in AEW. Cool. All right. Um, next one, we have a big blow off feud. Finally, I've seen MJF whip this guy. I've seen them be banned from the yeah. arenas. This is going to be finally, well, it's MJF versus Wardlow. If you haven't got the gist already, yeah. um, I, this is finally the big blow off feud to all of this. I mean, we, we've been waiting. There's rumors, MJF leaving, blah, 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 all the work. I think trying to get some more heel heat. Even and, even if he's leaving, by the way, it's when his contract is up in 2024. So we can't even leave. There you go. It was literally two years from now. Yeah, we can't even leave then. I don't um, know why we're talking about this. Yeah, <laughs> like two years. It's all over time. the internet too. I don't. I he keeps under- talking about it. It's like it's not for a couple of years, yeah. or at the very least, a year. Yeah, it makes no sense. Um, but against Wardlow, and I, I think this is kind of an easy one to pick and you know I, they're building up this man like he's looking like the next i've been saying it for for he ever since i saw him he's the next batista I, yeah I've he said, said it himself yeah i mean he literally look has the look he's a handsome guy he has the muscles he has the height he's he's your he's a vince mcmahon wrestler honestly but um yeah i'm going wardlow yeah wardlow mjf eats uh yeah He's gonna eat them. clean. There's I think, no, there's too. no possible way they have him win. Yeah, I think it's clean too, like hundred percent. The clean. only, the only way I could see it is if they're like somebody runs in to interfere to set something else up with Wardlow. But I don't, I don't see. That I think happening. they end it. I think they straight up end it. I think they have to. And Justin also went Wardlow, so we're Wardlow around. I mean, it's a good card, but it sounds kind of predictable. Um, and next one, I don't know what's going on here, but we have Britt Baker. Oh, this is, oh, this is for the Owen Hart Women's Cup, I think. Oh, gotcha. It's, it's Britt Baker versus either Ruby Soho or Chris Statlander. Cool. Give oh. me, uh, give me, give me Ruby Soho. No matter what, Ruby. It's an or they must have a Mac maybe on the should I just take Brit? That's what I'm doing. That's what I, I think it's you the safest what? bet. Yeah, just give me Brit. Yeah, because I, I guess they have to have oh, maybe a match Friday on that's probably what it is. Yeah. Um, so you're gonna go Brit? I'm gonna go Brit. I think that's but just a safe. I, I I reserve the right to change if Ruby Soho wins on Friday. No, you don't. Um ah, yeah, you do, sure. Ah, I said it. You can Watch change it. Statlander's gonna win. Yeah, if Statlander wins, you gotta stick with Brit. But um yeah, if, Ruby, if Ruby changes it, you could 
stick. Honestly, same. Same. Because I think there's a definite chance they put they have Ruby in because Brynn already lost the belt. Yeah, I, okay. I'm so gonna go like, same. If if Chris wins, nothing. I'll stick with Britt. But if Ruby wins, I'm gonna change mine to Ruby too. I, I like that. J- Justin wrote in his text word for word. Baker, regardless. So Baker, regardless. Baker, That's regardless. Good. So, all right. I, I like that idea actually. No, I came around to that. And the next match down the card is for the Owens Men's Cup which is Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole. Will we get the couple as cup holders and run with that storyline in NXT? That's actually Oh, that'd be cute. I was thinking Cole was probably going to win regardless. Like Justin said, regardless. regardless. Um, <laughs> yeah, isn't Samoa Joe the um, ROH champion or something, I think? Oh, is he? I think he's one of the ROH belts he holds. Oh, wow. No, I didn't even know that. No, I, I just figured, like, Cole usually wins. Like, he doesn't – he didn't win against Hangman. So, you know, Red Dragon will get involved. Yeah, I think so, too. Then I'll set up something. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to go Cole. Justin went Samoa Joe on this one, um, which is – I can see it, too. I can see either or winning, but Cole's due for – something big because you know like you said he lost the title match and i kind of like the idea of having a couple of you know yeah trophy holders i think that's kind of a cool thing to run with um all right and next three more matches um we're in like the the, i know it's a lot of matches on the show they should do a night one and night two i know (laughs) the most stupendous AEW double or nothing of all time double or nothing of all time (laughs) Three more matches, the three main titles, as you can put them. First, we had a triple threat match for the AEW Tag Team Champions, which is Jurassic Express versus Team Taz, representing Team Taz's Team Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Uh, yikes. This, see, this is tough because I love, um, I love Jurassic Express, but I feel like their tag team title reign has been a little mediocre. Um, but I, I really don't think Team Taz is ready for titles. Mm-hmm. I mean, not for tag titles, at least. Um, Swerve, I don't like Swerve, I love, but I don't, I don't see it. I'm going to stick with Jurassic Express, I think. I agree. I don't think you want to keep Keith Lee um, and Swerve in the tag division too long as well. Because, I don't know. I feel I feel like they're they're – individual cards you don't definitely yeah no definitely and justin also went with jurassic express so all around the table same thing yeah i mean give him something to do with these titles though like come on like i feel like unless i'm not just watching enough and i'm not seeing it i mm-hmm. don't know but i feel like they're not doing enough um all right but now we have our women's world championship match which is the champion thunder rosa defending against serena deeb um, i think serena deeb's a good opponent but it's it's not in the same caliber. I, I bet you can no no. And Thunder Rosa just won the belt. They're not gonna ever uh, lose that. Yeah, I, I forget she. I mean, I oh, I feel like she Brit's literally still, like just won the belt. Like, I feel like Brit's them. still the champ. Like in my eyes too. Seriously, like, yeah, because it just happened forever. Um, so Thunder Rosa, easy win, I think. Right. Yeah, I would yeah. say. So. Yeah, Thunder Rosa all around too with Justin, and the last one, 
kind of a tricky one if you ask me. Um, we have Hangman Page defending his AEW world title against CM Punk. Um, man, if, if this is their biggest pay-per-view of the year, and if they want to do something big, I mean, they're, they're kind yeah. of leaning t- towards the Page Shield turn, too. They've been leading, teasing that. Man, put the title on Punk. I, I think this yeah, is when you do it. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I mean, having CM Punk as your world champion in 2022 in a wrestling promotion – I mean, we, we at said your this biggest one, event at your biggest event, just the pop of the crowd, everything. Um, that's fantastic if that happens. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. I think Punk wins. I think he should. Um, Does that mean even if they're gonna him? even if they're gonna have like a best of three? I don't think you have. I don't think he should lose this one. So you're picking um, picking I'm going Punk. I'm going Punk. Punk all around, but I just want to talk about this for a sec because I think they could have done this a little better because um, to just think of the stories of both of these two in the past. You got Adam Page, whose gimmick up until he became champion was an alcoholic. And, you know, he was drinking every day, whatever he's drunk backstage versus who could, could be the heel or the face in the situation, probably the heel, I think more. And then versus or face and go back and you have CM Punk on the other side, who's straight edge and the whole straight edge thing. And, you know, they can bring back the whole straight edge society ish kind of thing. Um, probably that would be more heel. I would say, cause he was healing WWE when he did that. And then, you know, uh, but do you want punk's first title win to be as a heel and get booed? Probably not. No, so th- this th- they could still probably do what I just said down the line, um, but you don't want him to get booed. That's the only thing against that. You don't want him to get booed. He's not going to get booed because um, he's going in as a face, but I think that would have been kind of cool, a little like alcohol storyline. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it could have worked. I think, I think they could have done more with this regardless. They just had. They were still coming off the um, the punk mjf thing but then they knew they immediately wanted to put punk in the type picture so they kind of they kind of rushed that i felt like yeah i i think so too um yeah it was a little rushed um and hangman's page i hate to be so critical but hangman's title reign is just i mean he had a couple of great matches i have not been like i'm i'm sorry i don't think AEW has had the best champion AEW has had was is Britt Baker, period. I would say Omega. And, Omega was good. I, I didn't. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really care much for Omega's reign. I didn't care much for Moxley's reign, and I haven't really cared much for Adam Page's reign. And I think it's. I think a big portion of that also comes because we've seen what Roman's been doing on the other We're side. Spoiled right now, and it just feels so different even now like even though Paige is like their biggest star or whatever he has never once felt like it and even their last championship match like Adam Page versus Adam Cole it didn't feel anywhere near what like Roman and Brock did or even Roman versus anybody did yeah but Punk gives you that capability 100% like Punk Punk versus Brian Danielson for the belt like that's 
that's something like punk versus moxley for a belt like i like you said but roman punk uh, punk versus anyone makes it feel like a big deal like yeah roman makes everyone feel like a big deal i don't think i don't think page is that guy no it, it was a it was a nice experiment that they did that kind of had to complete the story it was nice they completed the story with omega him winning the belt from omega and you know i think this chapter is now finally closed and it's it's time for, for punk and then we have the punk reign now and I'm down for that. And it will probably be the best reign because, you know, he's going to have good matches no matter what. He's going to elevate everybody like you just said. And, you know, everything should be all and well. Any final thoughts before I wrap this up? No. How long do you think this pay-per-view is going to be? Over 3.30? Over 3.30. Over 3.30? I think there's a chance it goes over. I think it goes like 3.45, 4.00. Yep, from start of the pay-per-view, not including the buy-in, I think. Yeah, I think it has a chance to go towards midnight, four hours about. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. That does it for this episode of the Sports Department Podcast. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Follow the social medias on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at SportsDepPod. That's SportsDeptPod. I don't know what we got coming up. I really don't. I think they wanted to do a baseball one eventually. Oh, finals. We'll do a finals one. We'll do a finals one, maybe. Do a final. I won't be happy, but I'll do a finals one. <laughs> um, baseball will do because All-Stars, honestly, closer than we think All-Star break. It's, it's only about a month away, a little over a month away. Um, football, nothing really. We'll do our, you know, our division stuff down the line, but... Yeah, and wrestling pay-per-views will do predictions. So that's on our plate. So stay tuned to all that fun stuff, and we'll see you in the next episode.